Welcome to this Innovation Forum podcast. I'm Ian Welsh. I'm delighted that joining me today is Anurag Gupta, who's the Managing Director of Usha Yarns. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much, yeah. Your website describes Usha Yarns as a sustainable textile company. How are your recycled fibres made? The fibres that we use are 90% recycled materials. The cotton comes from recycling pre-consumer cotton textiles. And the polyester comes from recycling post-consumer bottle waste. Pre-consumer then, that presumably is waste from other textile businesses when they're making their products, the stuff that they don't use, the offcuts, that's what you can use. Exactly. We recycle them and make them into fresh, uh, very high quality. How does the footprint of a garment made from your fibres compared with a garment from traditional virgin fibres? Let's take carbon, water, chemical use in terms. In terms of carbon, how does the footprint of your garments differ? This is a claim which one has to be very careful about. What we've done is we've gone ahead and completed the assessment, self-assessment and verification of the environmental impact of our facilities and our recycling process on the Higgs Index. For the moment, in spite of all the noise around, the Higgs Index still remains a more reliable or acceptable or standardized format for such assessments. If we compare the products of Mushayans vis-a-vis other virgin materials on the same index, assessed on the same software, it is very clear that the impact almost on all parameters, water, carbon, eutrophication, is half or less than half of most of the virgin fiber. What other impacts are there then? Obviously, you mentioned just now carbon, water. What in terms of perhaps chemical use? How do your processes differ in terms of chemical use? Chemical use is probably one of the biggest advantages since we are using colored materials and we are segregating them color-wise and standardizing them in terms of uh, sorting. We do not need to dye the yarns again. So the whole of the process of dyeing is eliminated if you are using our products. The bigger uh, challenge, which uh, bigger advantage is that you don't have to rely on virgin cotton. So virgin cotton, the growing process itself informs a lot of chemical usage. So you are saving on chemical usage at the stage of growing cotton and you're also saving on chemical usage at the dyeing stages. Where do you source your feedstock from currently? The feedstock comes from the garment factories within India and also from neighboring countries. How are you going to go about sourcing more pre-consumer waste cotton? Well, there are enough factories within India. We are also considering setting up more manufacturing facilities closer to the sources of cotton waste. And I tell you that there is still enough garment waste available. As the concept of recycling gains momentum, definitely more and more people would want to use it, which could result in an increase in the value of waste, which we had no value till some time ago. The waste is there, and the challenge is to be able to pay well for it and to use it to its maximum potential and turn out good quality products. Remind us, what's the percentage of pre-consumer cotton and PET plastic? What's the percentage you use currently in in your fibres? What we've done, we've used a lot of different blends. 
But the current blend that we are promoting all the time is a 60% cotton and 40% polyester product because to our analysis that product is pretty much standardized in terms of performance and quality. So we, while we are doing recycled materials, we have to make sure that the product is reasonably assured in terms of quality and performance. However, having said that, we are doing a lot of other products where the polyester percentages are lesser or higher depending on customer demand. So it's not impossible to do those products, but the product 6040 is one which is very standardized and good for anyone. And as you go forward, are you planning to introduce more cotton and less PET? Is that your long-term plan? Yes. So we are looking at a lot of different products, 100% cotton products, products blended with viscose fibers, products blended with chemically recycled fibers. We are looking at several options and we've done a lot of pilots. So let's see, I mean, how the market evolves and into the usage of those products. You talked about there's plenty of pre-consumer cotton products available. Are you finding that getting feedstock of the right quality is a limit on your business's growth? The idea of recycling and the idea of getting feedstock of right quality actually are conflicting. If we are talking of recycling, then we need to bring ourselves to the ability, increase our ability to use all that comes in and still be able to deliver a quality product. We are, our raw material is not man-grown or machine-made raw material where we expect it to be of the same quality all the time. So the art of manufacturing, the art of recycling is not only about sourcing the quality, it is more about how you sort it, how you use it, how you recycle it. So I mean, this is a very, very normal business challenge for a recycler to be able to use all kinds of waste and still be able to deliver a quality product. I do not see that as a barrier to the growth of recycling. I see that as an opportunity. What have been the principal drivers behind your sustainability approach? We have been on this journey for more than a decade now. It has been a slow and patient journey. And suddenly, we find ourselves in the middle of action. In the present scenario, there is an ever-increasing focus on recycling and sustainability and from all quarters be it retailers, brands, customers, or government. So the principal driver, of course, initially was to take up a challenging product and from there to build the DNA of recycling and sustainability within the company. And suddenly, with the whole world focusing on it, we are there doing what we are doing. I mean, are you finding your customers, consumer brands, are they demanding more sustainable fibers? Yes, customers, brands, retailers, governments, everybody is focusing, demanding, looking at recycling very seriously. Are you hearing from your customers, from the manufacturers, are consumers demanding these things as well? I wouldn't know whether the consumers are actually demanding it, but they are definitely happy to use it if it is available. 
And I guess consumers often rely on their brands. They rely on the brands that they trust to be delivering more sustainable, better quality garments, assuming that the brands that are working with their suppliers to do this. To what extent do you see sustainable fibres mainstreaming in the apparel sector? If I'm not wrong, I think there is no doubt or confusion to the fact that sustainability is something that we cannot do without. So sustainable fibres being mainstreamed is something which is inevitable. It has to happen. It will not stop till it is 100%. The question is how fast and how or when. So that can be a question. Otherwise, I don't see a doubt in the fact that we don't have an option to MI. The way the global heating and the way people have started thinking 2030, SPTI, SDG. So the world has suddenly woken up and I think it won't stop till it has been completed. The direction of travel is very evident. So for your 6040 current fibre, how are garments that are made from that, how are they recycled? They can again be recycled. They can be sent in for mechanical recycling to Next Life, which would not be a garment probably, or a coarse yarn, or some whole textiles applications, or insulation, or be sent in for chemical recycling. The growth of chemical recycling does seem to be one of the solutions that will really revolutionize the reuse of fibers. Yes, the world is watching and very excited about chemical recycling. Even we are very happy to see it happening. One life as mechanical recycling and another as after chemical recycling would probably be ideal to reduce impact. I really look forward to maturing of the chemical recycling businesses that are coming up here. In the context of all of these new solutions developing and innovations that you're developing yourselves, what's next for Usha Yarns? We're in the middle of activities, so there's a huge world of opportunities available out there. It can start from newer raw materials, newer products, newer applications, multiple geographies, and move on to new technologies. There's clearly an awful lot of opportunities in the sector and many innovations moving forward. Thank you very much indeed for outlining what you're doing at Usha Yarns. Thank you very much, Jan. Yeah.